This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. Big stories coming your way. David Bossy will be in the program. He did a movie recently called Rigged. It's about Mark Zuckerberg and the $400-plus plus million he supplied to win or rig the election for Joe Biden. We'll have that for you. We also have uh, Cray News with Kay on a Monday. Some crazy other stories out there as well. Bring it on a Monday. Uh-huh. Say what? What'd you say? No, I'm saying, Carrie, how's it going? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Trying to make it happen, as you are, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Polo's getting it done. Sam in the house. Carrie, you checked out the singing uh, stream yesterday, right? We went on to do some singing on the stream. I did not. I missed that. Wow. Is it there is no support in you. Well, I wasn't on. It was on the Twitch. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't see that. Wow. Okay. Gotcha. It's okay. Have though. a good weekend. Make it happen. Oh, you get friend. it done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I definitely, my personal page, I put it out there that I was singing. Oh. But I don't think anybody sees any of my crap on there anymore anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I'm sure that's what happened to me, too. There's, there's so much to talk about. You know, there's so many of these stupid stories out there. We want to just get the Twitter crap out of the way right away? You just get the Twitter, uh, just get sure. the Twitter stuff right out of there. Go for it. So I'm floating around on, on Saturday, as I do, as I'll do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm on the Twitter, and there's some account that claims to be Mike Lindell. Hmm. I'm like, okay, well, here's a fake Mike Lindell, because somebody had a fake Juanita Broderick recently, and it turned out to be fake. And then there was another one that was Dr. Malone. That one was also fake. This one, one assumes, is fake. But then when you click on it, there's a video of Mike Lindell on what appears to be a private jet saying, this is in fact him. And it's his only account. I'm like, well, look at that. Mike Lindell's back. And about 50,000 people joined almost immediately. But then you've got this story, don't you? I do. As a matter of fact, from The Blaze, my pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, announced on Sunday he was back on Twitter after being permanently banned in 2021 for allegedly spreading conspiracy theories about voting machines being fixed to sway the 2020 presidential election. Hello, everybody. I'm back on Twitter. My only account is at, at Mike J. Lindell. Please RT and follow to spread the word, Lindell said on Twitter Sunday afternoon. Lindell confirmed his return to Twitter in person during former President Donald Trump's rally in Nebraska. But Lindell's new account 
account was quickly flagged by blue check tattlers on the platform. And within hours, the pro-Trump pillow guy was back in Twitter exile, much to the light of certain self-appointed speech police. I mean, I, I don't I guess I don't get it because what the hell is he hurting? He's the pillow guy. Like, we're not even exaggerating. He's the guy we only know his name because he does the MyPillow stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a former drug addict who cleaned himself up and then he turned his life around and he employs thousands and thousands of people in Minnesota. We've had him on this show. Why is he so toxic? Because keep in mind, I had Mike Lindell on this show twice. One of the times was enough for Facebook I've been red flagged since then. Nobody sees anything I post on Facebook. That's just a fact. Even Twitter has stopped the ghost banding and the deboosting because of uh, the Elon Musk effect. But but Facebook doesn't care. They keep on banning any anything that I put up there. YouTube did the same thing. And my sin was interviewing Mike Lindell, the freaking pillow guy. Carrie, he's the pillow guy, yes? Yes, he is. If he were not the my pillow guy, would you know who he is? No. So we only know of him because of this innovation he made with pillows. By the way, and he doesn't sponsor my show, I, I get no money from Mike Lindell. I sleep on my pillow every night. I think it's kind of nice. So I'm confused by why the pillow guy, who's an entrepreneur who employs a ton of Minnesotans, why he can't be on, on Twitter. Now, not being on Twitter is not the end of the world, as we'll find out during this show tonight. It turns out social media is not real life. But, I know, right? But, you got a guy who is known to be the pillow guy who's not allowed to go on a stupid website and post anything. Plus, the Babylon Bee has still not posted anything since Elon Musk you know, made his offer and it was accepted. Now, I understand he hasn't taken over yet. I get that. But suddenly, they were like burning the books. Something su- suddenly happened to Twitter. The algorithms, you know, they don't want anybody to find out exactly how badly they were squelching people. I'm telling you, there's a website that'll tell you if you're ghost banned or if you're uh, your reply deboosted. And I was. A week later, I'm not. Now, that's telling. They're starting to take the chains off of some of us. And then, of course, in reaction to Elon Musk buying Twitter, you've got the Disinformation Governance Board. Part of the Department of Homeland Security. Oh, yeah. That's being run by a loon. She's a looney tune. There's something wrong with this person. She got Hunter Biden's laptop wrong. She got Rudy Giuliani wrong. She got Biden and Ukraine wrong. She got Hillary Clinton wrong. This person wouldn't know disinformation if it punched her upside her head. And don't anybody punch her upside the head. I'm not telling you to do that. If it bit her in the ass, don't anybody bite her ass either. Carrie, there will be no ass biting. Okay. That's okay? good. Yeah. Long, as long as we're good. Okay, great. I'm not going to do that. Good. So, I mean, you've got all you've got new governance boards showing up because people dared want free speech online, and it's just to me, it's nuts. It's nutsy cuckoo, man. This thing is completely outlandish, and and then you've got people on the far left pretending like the far right are a bunch of Nazis or something or the people who are on the right are a bunch of Nazis or something, and they're putting it out there like it's fact on, like, MSNBC. Oh, by the way, the Mike Lindell story was covered by MSN, and the picture they used, and those of you watching me right now um, will see what the faces that I'm making. The picture that they used was something like this. Same sort of thing they do with Trump. 
Anytime they get a picture of Trump, that's the face you're going to get. Oh, yeah. That's the face you're going to get. Because they just don't have a good picture of them, I guess. Now, Carrie, is that a thing? Did you ever... Well, first of all, have you ever done print or video journalism or not? Uh, print a long time ago. So would you ever like purposely do a print story that would make the person look bad through the picture? No. I mean, you normally would just grab a picture. I mean, we've got pictures of thugs that are breaking the law and then end up dead because they're breaking the law. And we're showing them, you know, beautiful pictures where they're bouncing the baby off their, their mm-hmm. knee. But if it's Mike Lindell, who, by the way, he's the, he's the pillow guy. If it's him, we got to show the ugliest picture we could possibly find. So I haven't, I haven't responded to that when I said, you, you people are sick. It's the only picture of him you could find, really? And where is What's wrong at? with you? Uh, this was MSN online when I saw this story oh, okay. online. Yeah. And, and again, I guess I shouldn't be. Listen, people say, well, Pags, why are you surprised? Because I really do believe in the goodness of people. And I believe that people will do the right thing if given the, the, the opportunity. And they always disappoint. They always disappoint. Now, to that end, I'm not sure if I'm going to play this today. Oh, no. Did you do a parody? What? what? You did a parody, didn't you? Well, the first problem is it's a song by a woman in the 70s. The second part is, problem is, <sighs> it's a slower song, and it's like three minutes long. It's slower. Ooh. Complicated it's harmonies. But this mm-hmm. was suggest. I'm going to blame this on a listener. It was suggested by a listener. What? You suggested can't do by that. a listener. Just a oh, suggestion. I just did. I just did. You didn't have to do it. I did, it. though. I know you yep, did. I felt, I felt as though I had to. <sighs> I was railroaded into doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I mean, I think it goes over pretty well. But then again, I did it at 3.30 in the morning, and I think everything sounds good at 3.30 in the morning. Mm. Well, let's hear it. Let's rip the Band-Aid off. Oh, so you you want to hear it then? You you're like yeah. down. You're like yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's 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 do it. I I got to be honest, I'm not sure. Seriously. And I've actually I've I played this for several people today, mm-hmm. family and friends, and and friends. I mean the reaction seems <laughs> that's that's true, <laughs> probably true. Uh, the reaction has been, eh, it's all right, lukewarm. You know, you know. Hmm. wonder what I'm going to think about it then. Well, you're going to definitely hate it, but I mean, you're so weird, you might like this one. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so weird, I might like it? Okay. That's right. Okay. Well, think about it. I want to do a song on disinformation. What do you think I grabbed from a female in the 70s? Oh, disinformation. Um, did you do something from Linda Ronstadt? No. Um, Hello, anything? A 70s female, disinformation. Uh, no, nah, I got nothing. Sam? The only thing I could think of is Walk Like an Egyptian. That would be the 80s, and I used that one. I think uh, I said, uh, I used that one for Schumer said erection. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> Pretty good one, as a matter of fact. All right. Let's, uh, as, as Carrie says, let's rip the Band-Aid off. Mm. It's the Pags parody. I, ho- I hope people know the original hair? song. It's called Disinformation. Based on anticipation. Oh, we didn't think free speech would be tossed away. Come on. So we logged on to social every day. 
then they banned us for saying things we wanted to. Everybody sing the hook. And then Musk bought all of Twitter. What will they do? Come on now, disinformation. 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 Governance board. They'll use their power to squelch us more. I tell you, if you try to say Trump's a good dude, Gary's chair dancing. Now I'm looking at my picture. And how right. Think Tucker is every night. You'll get ghost banned. They hide you when you don't know it. The thought police is here to have a fit. Everybody sing it. Let's go. Bring it. Disinformation. Disinformation Governance Board Your digital law is all run By a woman firmly on the left Yes, she is Got it all wrong On Trump, Hill, Biden, and the rest When you log on, just realize she'll be watching you. So be careful, your post doesn't attract that fool. Bring back the good old days. Just a moment here. In fear, the first still protects what we say. Bring back the good old days. Packs parody disinformation based on anticipation from Carly Simon in the 1970s. I know you loved it. I'm glad that you had me play it. Who are you <laughs> what? talking to? What? When you say that. What? Who are you talking to? Hey, there, there's a guy that I used to consider a friend I'm blocking now from my text. He can't text me anymore. <laughs> That's what he gets <laughs> for texting me during that song. <laughs> so, now, now, you know the original song, right? Anticipation. Oh, we yeah. probably know that song better because it was... I think Heinz used it for the ketchup, didn't oh, they? Oh, that's they. That's right. They sure did. But let me some Carly Simon though. So, any any thoughts on that? I, th- I think it kind of brought it. Um, that was not one of my favorites. You yeah, see, you say that every week. You kind of suck now. Can't you just say something different? I hated well, it. That's I, fine. Yeah, not not one okay. of my favorites is boring now. All right, I, I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't think so. Polo, <laughs> anything? That was bad, man. Yeah, he actually took the the uh, the the earbud out during the song, <laughs> Sam. Great. What are they talking about? Of course it was great because they're both tone deaf. I mean, honestly, I think Paul no. listens to his DJ headphones way too loud over the weekend. Doesn't get his hearing back until like Wednesday. I uh, nailed the harmonies. Now it's kind of boring because it's a it's a chick song, and I'm, I'm chick not a chick. Song? Although 
I could decide to be one today. According to the left, I could be anything I want. But uh, yeah, you know, I, it wasn't my favorite either. But I thought that it made sense for disinformation. I wanted to get something out for disinformation. And you don't have to love all of them. And, and if you hate them, that's fine. That's fine. You know, I, what I've learned over the years is that you and Polo never, ever, ever like them. And it's okay. That's not true. If you did, I would I be afraid. I went through a little, I don't know what I was going through, but um, I liked a lot of them. I liked most of them during one time. And then you stopped doing you stopped doing meth for a while? Then? <laughs> I never do meth. I've never had, no. I don't, <laughs> there you go. Do that, Your but. thoughts about that, uh, just go online. Twitter is at Joe Talk Show, at Joe Talk Show. You can send me an email at JoePags.com. Just scroll down to the bottom or call in 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. You start singing. When you start singing, I'll stop. How about that? Oh, man. No. Hey, all right. All right. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. Here's the question. He's the freaking pillow guy. Shouldn't he be on Twitter? I mean, it's not like he's some you know criminal. You got the Ayatollah on there. You got Putin on there. You've got people. You got Antifa on there. But the pillow guy can't be on Twitter? Are you serious? And no, I don't think that Elon Musk can do anything about it yet because he hasn't taken over yet. It's actually ridiculous. Let me tell you about Newsmax. You know, um, emergencies happen all the time. I've been telling you about this for a while. No power, no lights, no news. Federal agencies urge every family to have an emergency radio. Now Newsmax, watch it. I watch it all the time. I'll be on it again tomorrow. Also publishes Newsmax magazine. It's a great publication with Dick Morris, Bill O'Reilly, Mike Reagan, Dr. Laura and more, they want you to get to the World Band Emergency Radio and get it for free with Newsmax Magazine. It's a powerful radio, works uh, during any emergency, doesn't need batteries, it's got a hand crank. It uh, also has super LED flashlight, going to make sure you've got lights and power when you need. The radio includes the NOAA Weather Band, long-range AM receiver, FM band, and even the USB for cell phones. This Dynamo Emergency Radio retails for $30, but you can get it for free with your discounted Newsmax Magazine subscription. Newsmax is the news you can trust. Go right now to gettheradio.com. Gettheradio.com or call toll-free 800-NEWSMAX. That's 800-NEWSMAX. This free radio could save your life. Quantities are limited. Order right now. Gettheradio.com. Gettheradio.com or 800-NEWSMAX. Let's go to the phone lines. AJ. Big time Motown, Joe Pag. Talk to me, brother. How you doing? Hey. Uh, uh, play it again, Sam. Play it again. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Thank you. Know you. I appreciate now. that. Enough Come of the on, haters. Enough man. of the haters. Oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, for the idiots now, for the, uh, I mean, why are they mad at that man, the pillow man? Hey, they mad at Trump, too. Right. And that's why I ain't did Twitter in a while because they're pretty sure if I hit them like a bad habit, they're going to get me, too. So I'm going to wait <laughs> till everything calm down. I hear you. I <laughs> you hear know you. how I'm going to do. Yes, sir. But then, most time, we got. Detroit, Philly, all them all messed up, and they giving money to Ukraine. Yeah, really, really. And Nancy and them goes over. You know, I ramble on a Monday right quick. They Nancy and them going over there. Why? What's he going over there for? Y'all started this. Y'all can even stop it. 
So that, but well, why are you going over there? It, it ain't nothing but a photo op. That's all it was. And I mean, it, it, it's just, I, I don't understand the Motown. It's treason. I, I always say it, it's treason what they did to this. Who in the right mind would have thought that the, within our country would yeah. be doing this to our country? Then, right, right quick, Antif, they over there, Portland, they messing with the Republican over there running. And then they go and mess up the bus or whatever he was riding in and everything. And they, 20 minutes for the police to come. They defunded the police, and that's what they got. Exactly you see right. what happens. So, uh, hey, Motown, these people, they better watch out because these elections coming. And, oh, the election is going to be this time, Motown. The yeah. election is going to be about, uh, let me see. Let me think right quick. Let me gotta go, brother. Got to hit it. Uh, uh, go ahead, Bennett. Love you, man. got to be the, the, the which color. I love you, man. <laughs> Keep it here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for being here. It's the Joe Pag Show. Bringing it like a big dog on a Monday. Get to go to the premiere of 2000 Mules on Wednesday, so I will not be in um, for, for much of the week, to be honest with you. It's like a carry week. It's um, almost like a carry lucky week, to be honest with you. You know what mm, I mean, Carrie? That sounds pretty good, actually. Why, why was that your reaction? Your reaction should, should have been you were defensive, oh, I'm but so you're not. Sorry. Why? I'm Don't so be sending me some email about days off. Going to be gone. Ain't happening. And a big fancy movie premiere. You could have you could have taken some of us actually. Well, I had I had one extra ticket. And you think I should have taken you? I know you're taking your mama, and that's awesome. I am I'm taking my mother for yes, her birthday. Yes, and Mother's so what? Day. So, hey, you know what? My mother, although I haven't heard from her, probably loved that song. Okay, <laughs> maybe that's why. Let's not assume. Let's not assume, assume. just yet. <laughs> She's my mother. She, uh, uh, she has loved every song I've ever farted, okay. sung, okay. whistled, mm. made out of my nose. Uh, she's very, very supportive. So there you go. Okay. So uh, we're looking forward to, to, to that premiere. It turns out everybody on the planet, except for like you, is going, which is... <laughs> wow, thank you. That makes me feel so good. I can I interview a younger person? Yeah, yeah, I think I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Interview so is this person. like a so black you, 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 tie yes. event? Um, well, yeah, see, here's the thing, Carrie. Um, it says... Formal, optional. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? Well, black tie. I think a lot of people might be in black tie that night. I mean, you don't it says have formal, to. Optional. But I guess you're going to wear a suit. I'm, I'm assuming at least. You want me to go get a freaking tuxedo? I'm already tie. flying my ass I didn't across say the country. Tuxedo, I, mean, I said a nice suit. You don't have to get a tuxedo. A nice suit. Isn't black tie a bow tie? Uh, not necessarily. Yeah, I think it is. I think black tie means bow tie. Doesn't black tie it doesn't have to be a full a full on. A full-on, you know, dumb-looking suit. I think you need to open the wallet and go out and get you a nice, no, well-made suit that fits. Yes, it's big. Time. What month is it? It's May. Mm-hmm. So we've already done the quarterly um, bonus. <laughs> yes. So it's going to take it out of the bonuses. I don't know. No, no, no. Polo and Sam probably no, before no. that. I'm not going to go and buy a tuxedo, and I'm not going to go buy. I'm not going to wear Just black go tie. Get a new suit. I have a nice suit. I'm going to bring a nice suit. I'm going okay. to throw on a tie. All right. And it fits. Can't wear a suit and tie? Okay. Yes, I guess you can. Fine. I'm just trying to help wow. you. Wow. Wow. Mm. You think that was help? Really? I do. Yes. 
but I know no. in one ear. You're going to have to other. rewind the tape and check because that was definitely not helpful. <laughs> it is uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Bottom line is Mike Lindell should be on Twitter. President Trump should be on Twitter. The Babylon Bee should be on Twitter. It's stupid that anybody who hasn't done something that is violent, disgusting, threatening, I'm going to blow up your house if you don't put me on Twitter, something like that, anybody else should be on there, especially when you've got Antifa on there that is just making people's lives miserable all over this country, especially when you've got the Ayatollahs on there from Iran, especially when you've got Putin himself, who's invading another country, killing people, men, women, and children right now as we speak. He's on Twitter. But the pillow guy can't be. I mean, honestly, think about that. Now, here's the other question. I, I was thinking about maybe wearing cowboy boots. I'm 6'1", but with cowboy boots, I'm about 6'4". Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to stand down in the crowd, why, don't you? Uh, well, I guess. I was going to say, why go cowboy boots, though? Because do I, don't have, I don't have, like, heels. <laughs> Men Some don't nice have that many options. dress shoes. I, I have nice dress shoes. dress shoes. I might stick with dress shoes. I'm telling you, you're going to be some, some, you mark my words. You're not going to wear there'll a cowboy some, hat or anything. There'll be some doofuses, no, 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 okay, no. There'll okay. be some doofuses, specifically from Texas, in my industry, that will show up wearing cowboy boots, pretending they're six <laughs> feet when they're like 5'8". That I'm will sure. happen. I'm sure there will be. You must Put take lots there. of pictures and post, so we can live I'm not taking any pictures and sending you. them to you. Wow. Well, like, you'll see them if I post them, as if you'll see them. Wow. Okay. I post them on my private, today. personal Facebook yesterday that I'd be singing, and you know what you I said? I'm on. busy drinking wine. <laughs> I did not say that. I just didn't see it. Doesn't yeah. mean I don't support you and you're singing. Somehow. By the way, only one one response on Twitter. It was some guy, Carlos. He said, definitely wasn't my favorite. Mm. There you go. Guess that's a nice way to say you didn't like it. You know what? 3.30 in the morning, I'm doing work for you people. What were you doing at 3.30 in the morning, Carrie? <laughs> Sleeping. Thank you. Yeah. Polo, 3.30 like in the morning? Actually, you were, you were up on Facebook. <laughs> he wasn't asleep, right? You were up. Yeah, I was up. Yeah. Uh, Sam, what were you doing at 3.30 in the morning? Um, I'm pretty sure I was making dinner. Okay. All uh, right. Don't be making dinner at 3.30. Who raised you? That's stupid. What are you doing up so late? Okay. Um, what all right. are you doing up so late? When I was busy, I was working for the people. I was doing business for the people. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. There is a story out of Washington, D.C. Now, since the beginning of our complaints, those of us who have traditional American values, not in the far right and the far left or the far anything, th- this is just, here, here's the thing. We have just been asking that we don't teach our kids in class about pole dancing, that we don't teach our little boys and girls in elementary school about drag queens reading to them or twerking, that we don't teach our kids in school about sexual orientation, which is who you are attracted to and who you want to sleep with, nor gender ID, that we don't teach our kids about CRT, which basically is white people are bad, everybody else is oppressed. We don't teach our kids all these anti-racism, which isn't really anti-racism, it's anti-white people. We just have asked, please don't do that. And their response has been every single time, we're not. Nobody's teaching this CRT thing you're talking about. This is some law school thing. Nobody is teaching about gender ID or about sexual orientation. Nobody's doing it. And then every single day, we could probably do a show every day just on these topics that show up. 
Carrie, you've got another one. What do you have? I do. From Fox News, a public elementary school in Washington, D.C. gave children as young as four a lesson on anti-racism that asked them to identify racist members of their family. According to a November 30th letter from Jenny Elementary School principal Danielle Singh, students in pre-K through third grade participated in an anti-racism fight club presentation by speaker Doyen Richards. As part of this work, each student has a fist book to help continue the dialogue at school and home, Singh's letter stated, linking to Richard's presentation. We recognize any time we engage topics such as race and equity, we may experience a variety of emotions. This is a normal part of the learning and growing process. As a school community, we want to continue the dialogue with our students and understand this is just the beginning. Richard's anti-racism fight club fist book for kids explains that, quote, white people are a part of a society that benefits them in almost every instance. And that it's as if white people walk around with an invisible force field because they hold all the power in America. If you're a white person, white privilege is something you were born with. And it simply means your life is not more difficult due to the color of your skin. The fist book for kids explains put differently. It's not your fault for having white privilege, but it is your fault if you choose to ignore it. And the fist book for kids is anti-racism. Racism is not a spectator sport, but requires being loud, uncomfortable, confrontational, and visible to ensure change is made. A series of questions in the book asks kids, where do you see racism in yourself? This requires true soul searching. Be real with yourself. Don't feel guilt, shame, and own it. It's the first step in becoming an anti-racist. Under a section titled How to Deal with Racism from Loved Ones, the book teaches children that just because someone is older than you doesn't mean they're right all the time. Okay, let's break that down. That's, that's going to be a fun one. They're teaching CRT, obviously critical race theory, in this elementary school, which is a public school in Washington, D.C. They're teaching CRT, critical race theory. They're teaching anti-racism, which is anti-whiteness. Um, they're teaching kids that you inherently have white privilege and you need to own it, and then you need to come back and tell us in this class who in your family is racist, and about your privileged and racist self inside, you have to not only have a conversation, you've got to have a confrontation. Uh, a confrontation. So, so conf- conversation, confrontation, be loud, get in their faces. This is what they're teaching our kids in school, that we live in a society that is built for and only benefits white people, which of course is not true. All I have to do is mention sports. All I have to do is mention sports. All I have to do is mention Hollywood now. All I have to do is mention mainstream media. All I have to do is mention watch the commercials in your favorite show. If you are here from Mars and landed in the middle of the United States of America and watched television or watched sports or watched music or watched Hollywood, you would think that we were about 60-70% black. Which would be fine if we were, but we're not. We're over 60% still white. I know that that bothers a lot of people when I say it, but we are. We just happen to be. But the system that we put in place ensures equal opportunity for everybody. It is the law in this land. And if you're not getting equal opportunity in this system that your teacher is lying to you about being only for white people, let me know. I'll fight with you and make sure you get equal opportunity. We're raising kids to feel guilty if they're white. We're raising kids to feel oppressed if they're not. We're raising kids to think they have to get breakfast and lunch at school. 
We're raising kids to think that we are a bad nation, a bad people. We're so bad that over a million people want to come to this country illegally every year after a million come legally. That's how bad we are. People are literally dying in the Rio Grande to come to this country. That's how horrible we are. And we've got idiots in D.C. where there is a rampant, violent drug and, and death problem, murder problem. We're teaching little kids that they're the problem because of their skin tone. And these people are being employed in a public school where they get public tax money. Your thoughts, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. You're listening to Joe Pags. to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show for your Monday. I appreciate you being here. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Got to remind you about a great sponsor, Novo. Fortune favors the bold, the strong, and the brave. For your business to break out of anything holding you back, you need business checking as brave as you are. Introducing Novo Business Checking. Novo is powerfully simple business checking, and unlike traditional banking, Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, and no hidden fees. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow with seamless integrations to Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks Online, and more. Sign up now for Novo for free. And join the community of over 150,000 fearless small businesses who found the customizable business checking solution that admires their brave. Sign up for your free business checking account right now, novo.co slash P-A-G-S. That's novo.co slash PAGS. Plus, because you listen to my program, you get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts. Go to novo.co slash PAGS to sign up for free. Novo, Novo Platform Incorporated is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings. FA, member FDIC, terms and conditions apply. Get there today. All right, let me go to the phone lines. Uh, your thoughts on your children being taught that white people are bad, white people are racist, they're inherently racist, society is only made for white people, and white people have privilege. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Let me go to the phone lines and say hello and welcome to Beverly, Austin. What's happening? Hi. Hey, thanks for taking my call. You bet. So my daughter and I watched a movie yesterday on Netflix that had something to do with World War II and the treatment, the Nazis of the treatment of the Jews. And then she said to me after the movie, Mom, don't you feel bad about being white? What? And I said, why? Go ahead. The black people were treated in the 60s. Okay, said, you, you actually, well, Beverly, stop for a second. Because you, yeah, you cut out for a second, so I, I missed something in between. So um, your daughter said, don't you feel bad for being white? And she made a direct correlation yeah. between the Holocaust victims and the way black people were treated in the 60s, really? Yeah, yeah, she did. Now, she's 25 years old, so she's not in the school system currently. But I, I said to her, no, I don't feel bad about that because I have yeah, it's unfortunate, Beverly, but your phone just isn't going to hold up. I think you're in between um, cells. All right, so she's she's got a 25-year-old daughter, and the 25-year-old daughter is so indoctrinated to believe that black people were treated so badly in the 1960s that they were basically treated like Jews were in the Holocaust. 
where six million Jewish people were killed, exterminated. Three million others were killed, exterminated by Nazi Germany and Hitler. I mean, that, that's a crazy comparison, man. That is crazy. And she really believes it. That's the problem. So how do you, how do you break through that? How do you break through that, that complete steel facade of a lie that they've been told for all these years? Here's somebody who's 25 now, so probably been taught for 20 years of her life that you're bad because you're white. You're good because you're other than. You're oppressed because you're other than. You've got privilege because you're white. I mean, all you have to do is actually use real numbers and real history and see that there is no comparison between black people in the 60s and those killed in the Holocaust in the 30s and 40s. Not even close. It's stupid to even try to make that comparison, yet here she is, probably an otherwise smart young lady, saying something stupid. Let me go back at it. It's going to be line one. Meg is in Florida. Hi, Meg. Hi. You're on the air. What's happening? Hello? Okay, so I grew up in 65. I started kindergarten in Teaneck, New Jersey, the first desegregated school in the nation. And we had our black friends bust in so that they could come to our side of town and go to school. And it was amazing because, you know, you know I, I see now that some schools in certain areas are, they don't have what other areas have, um, you know, low income to the regular and high income in private schools. But when we went to school, you know, we were all equal back in 1965 when I started kindergarten. We all were equal, you know, at lunchtime. If we wanted a milk, it was two or three cents. You brought your sandwiches. It wasn't like, you know, in school we were all created, we were treated equally. Yeah. And all through our school years from kindergarten to 12th grade, there was never an issue. We were all, we were very close-knit, the whole town. You know, there was Spanish, Indian, there were blacks, um, whites, Jewish. You know, we all got along. We all, we were a community. Right. And now um, my kids are older, 29 and 39. One did go to school. The 39-year-old also went to school in, in Teaneck. And um, he had friends that were Afghanistan, Pakistan, everything. So... In that town, I don't know, maybe more towns would be like it because we were, you know, there was no racial stuff. And, you know, I don't have a little kid in school now. I don't know what they're teaching, but we all grew up together. We were equals. There was no one better than us. Maybe, you know, the football players were, you know, because they were on a football team. But, right. You know, other than that, we were all equal in classes and everything. There well, was no prejudice there was no racism or nothing well meg that that's my experience as well i went to school in long island new york um that's where i started kindergarten first and second grade then moved to florida south florida um for third grade and we always had people of all sorts of ancestral backgrounds races skin tones i never once thought to myself i can't hang out with that person i can't be around that guy or gal never once did i think that the problem was we were together, we were coming together, realizing that equal opportunity should be afforded to everybody in this country, and we got along with everybody. We invited friends over of all sorts of backgrounds. Uh, you know, I had great friends that were straight from Mexico as immigrants. I had great friends that were black, great friends that were Jewish, and I'm a Christian guy. There was no issue there because we were friends, and we knew that there were differences, but there were differences that we talked about. I learned about, you know, Hanukkah. He learned about Christmas from me, you know. Um, that's just, 
That's the way America was. The government got scared because we were all getting along and had to scare us back into not getting along. And that, seriously, think about it. That's the only way they can control us. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Quick break. We're back after this. Stay here. Joe Pags. 